Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. For this week's episode, we handed over the reins to our listeners, who suggested a bevy of cozy activities for us to try and discuss, from diamond drawing to the hokey pokey. But first, it's time for Cozy in the News. First up is the tale of a long-belated birthday cake. In 1945, 13-year-old Mary Mion's birthday cake, and that can't be how do you say it. I just, I'm <laughs> sure I'm saying it wrong. I like the sound of it. Anyway, Mary's birthday cake was cooling on the windowsill when passing U.S. soldiers decided to help themselves to it. I get it's wartime and you're hungry, probably starving, but still. Well, to <laughs> be on. honest, I completely missed the part where you said 1945. I was like, wait, hold on. What were these soldiers? What are they doing? Are people <laughs> leaving their cakes out of windows? That makes a lot more sense. Sorry. Yeah. So you're probably wondering why this is cozy. This is why. 77 years later, the U.S. Army garrison Italy has replaced the purloined pastry with a decadent cake given at an official ceremony. Upon receiving the cake, Mary said, Tomorrow we will eat the dessert with all my family remembering this wonderful day that I will never forget. So there's a happy ending. She got her cake 77 years later. How lucky they are to be able to make up that wrong because <laughs> she's still with us. Yeah, I'm glad Mary's still still hanging on, still with us, getting her cake. I, I'm wondering, though, did she bring this up you know, decades later and say, by the way, where's I my hope cake? So. I hope she, I hope she was tenacious about it. I hope she was at that garrison every day until she got her cake. <laughs> and I'm glad that she finally has. Yeah. Sometimes letters. you have to fight for what you deserve in this world. And that 13 year old was robbed of her cake and I'm glad she got it back as a 90 year old. Yeah. It's never too late. Like you said, to right those wrongs. And I'm, I guess this doesn't fit. Revenge is a <laughs> hot cake <laughs> served to you when you're 90. I don't know. <laughs> Jillian, what's your news story for this week? So one of our listeners, Barbara C., reached out to our Instagram and said, hey, you have to check out the trailer for Disney Plus's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. If you're not familiar, it's going to be out on May 20th. And as the website Polygon noted, it follows Chip and Dale. Chip is voiced by John Mulaney and Dale is voiced by Andy Samberg. And the two have become estranged after Rescue Rangers was canceled. And while Dale lives off the, the glory days and makes appearances at fan conventions, Chip is now an insurance agent. But recently, some animated characters have gone missing, and it's up to the brothers to save them. So the trailer was really fun, and the cozy part for me was that Chip is still in 2D form. And to be honest, I prefer that. I really don't like the CGI or whatever's going on nowadays. <laughs> whatever you call it, whatever that's you know what going on. It? Yeah, I was like, what is it? 3D? I don't know. CG, but I don't know what it's called. I also love the preview featured a lot of Disney throwbacks. So Pumbaa, Flounder and Lumiere, they all make cameos and it's pretty funny. It seems also a little unhinged, but very fun. And I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I love watching this trailer. It reminds me of who framed Roger Rabbit. And so I'm already ready to love it. And I hope it lives up to the expectations that I've set for it. Chip being in 2D and Dale being in 3D. I think in the trailer that he mentions that he got the like the 3D surgery <laughs> in universe of cartoons being able to change their appearance that way, which sounds like awful or 
painful for it, but maybe for a cartoon, it's not a big deal, but it definitely looks like a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I need to find, well, my old Chiff, Chiff stuffed animal that I had and I lost it when I was young. My mom said when I lost it that she saw Chip packing a suitcase and put in some clean underwear and he left the house. Oh my but goodness. Terrorizing me. Uh, I looked on eBay. How did you there. take that? Were you like, oh good, I'm glad he's on his own journey discovering himself, or were you devastated that he, that now he abandoned you and didn't even let you know? Like, what was? How did that? Did that help or hurt? No, my mom totally framed it like I wasn't taking good care of him, so she he decided to pack up a suitcase and hitch you right out of there. Did that make so, it easier? No, <laughs> I'm still haunted. I'm bringing it up today. I'm 32 years old. I, I think it's super funny, but as an adult. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, a big kick to her. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite photos of me as a kid is a photo of me running after... I'm at Disney World in Orlando, <laughs> and it's me running after Chippendale um, oh God, as so they're cute. walking to go like on their smoke break. They're like, you know, <laughs> like those um, mascot characters around Disney World, they eventually have to leave, right? They can't stay out all day in those horrifically hot costumes. So... Mm-hmm. They walk away behind those gates or behind doors and you could see and I will never forget running after Chippendale because it was my favorite, favorite show. I loved those chipmunks and they did not stop. They were they needed to get out of those costumes and that gate just closed on little Matt and Chippendale did not have time for him. That's so heartbreaking. We're both traumatized (laughs) by Chippendale in different ways. Um, Those little chipmunks, how dare they? So this is an amazing photo of like me running after them and them just like not even turning around. They're just like they're they're looking straight ahead, ready to take their break. Well, on the day of the premiere, we have to share that photo to our Instagram story. So Patty, if you're listening, I know our mom's barely listening. Yeah, I need to find that photo. Now now that I understand what was happening, I'm like, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that they got to rest. They did not need one more kid harassing them before they got to take a break. Yeah, they did their cigs, but That's right. it would have been nice. <laughs> All right, so today's topic was really a blast, I think, for both of us because we got mm-hmm. to just take all these recommendations from our listeners. So what we did was we reached out to our Cozy Commandos. I, I know you hate when I say that, so that <laughs> makes me want to say it more. We asked them, like, hey, like, you know, take control of us. We're your little puppets for the <laughs> week. Tell us what cozy things you like, and we'll try them and discuss them on the show. And so we got a really long list of stuff which we're about to share with you now that either one of us tried or both of us tried, depending on the thing and how it struck our fancy or fit into our schedule. Jillian, is there anything you want to add before we dive into going through all these amazingly cozy suggestions and how we felt about them? Yeah. Well, I also want to reiterate how grateful we were for those who wrote in with suggestions because it's really important for us to try out what you think's cozy. As often we're just talking about what we find cozy. And so to take a little step into our Patreon subscribers world, because it was all from our Patreon uh, first dibs on the cozy suggestions. And it was really, it was really fun. It, it almost felt like that's probably so creepy. Like I was in your home. <laughs> I was in your, in your mind. I'm trying to find a way to phrase it. Everyone's this. like looking around themselves right, right now. Like, is oh my God, is Jillian here? <laughs> yeah. I need, but almost... I, I, did I lock the door? <laughs> I also felt like we were Sims, too, which was neat. No one said that their cozy activity was putting us in a swimming pool and then removing the ladder. So I was yeah. happy about that. Or was something that I, I talk a lot of stuff that we talk a lot about stuff that we hate, too, in addition to cozy. So 
making us do things that we hate. I'm glad that didn't happen. No. No, these are all very cozy suggestions and really grateful for our patrons uh, for stepping up and offering these wonderful ideas. And if you would like to be in a position like that one day to control our lives for a week (laughs) and what we do with our time, join our Patreon, support the show at patreon.com slash all things cozy. Shall we start the cozy gauntlet? Yeah, let's get into it. First and foremost, Heather recommended the Hokey Pokey. Now, neither of us are strangers to the Hokey Pokey because we live in the world. But I have to say it was a lot of fun revisiting the Hokey Pokey because mm-hmm. I have not done it in years. And when I first saw the suggestion, I was like, oh, great. This is going to be a cringy five minutes of my life. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't not that. but like, It was so fun to experience it again. I made my husband do it with me. So that was like another layer of cringe for, for both <laughs> me and him. And now you listening to it, imagining it. So, but it was good, clean fun. And I think what I like the most about it is it got us moving and energized. And it really is like a great little dance for that. Jillian, what was your hokey pokey experience and what version did you listen to or watch? Well, I decided to do Elmo's sing-along version because I don't know where you find the hokey pokey. That's the first thing that came up on YouTube. I was like, okay, Elmo sounds good. That's so interesting because when I was really curious what came up for you. For me, the first hits on YouTube were, first of all, this really like this older gentleman who was just by himself doing the hokey pokey. And I had a lot of questions about that. And I started watching it, but it made me feel a little uncomfortable. So I stopped. And then... I tried on the Wiggles for mm-hmm. size, you know, the the musical group for kids, the Wiggles. Oh, yeah. Their version, they added a lot of elements. Like, I, I realize there's a lot of room for interpretation in the Hokey Pokey. Like, what you choose to do when you turn yourself around is up for debate. The yeah. Wiggles kind of put their hands together and do kind of like a little arm shimmy and then some people kind of go in a march in a circle where they're putting their hands and fists and they're, you know, <laughs> pumping. What'd you do? What did what does Elmo do when he turns himself around? Well, that's the thing. I was really doing this in the dark because it's just a screen. Um, I dropped the link. It's just a photo of Elmo with a microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I really was just doing this totally freestyle not really understanding like when you put your head in or just bowing your head down and shaking it. I don't know what was going on, but I agree that it was a really wonderful way to get moving. I actually found it quite strenuous. Yeah. We were out of breath and it was alarming. My cats hid. They were just like, what are she doing? I was by myself. It was my lunch break. And Elmo, if you listen to it, the the voices sound a little unhinged. I feel like I'm saying unhinged a lot, but that's the only way to de- describe it. So Elmo's blaring. I'm in on you know my living room on my rug. The cats are staring. One of them's hiding. And when I get to the part where it says "throw your whole self in," I was like, threw my body over. I don't even know what I was doing. I was convulsing. And then I hear a loud <laughs> knock, lock, knock on the door. And I almost had a hard deck. Like oh, oh my neighbor is probably furious that Elmo's going, put your rap <laughs> And there you are flopping around like a fish flopping on the floor. Around. But no, it was a delivery man. So um, thank, thank the Lord. It wasn't anyone getting upset about the hoke and the poke. But uh, yeah, I agree. It was, it was fun. It got me moving. Will I do it again? I'm not sure. Uh, would you do it again? Yeah, certainly. I 
ended up settling on the 1953 Ray Anthony's big band recording of the song, which is the one that I know from weddings oh, and other weddings. you know dances I've been a part of as a child. What I found interesting too is like that one I forgot it like ends with like put your backside in, <laughs> put your backside out. I think that was no. too suggestive for Elmo. I don't yeah. Elmo didn't do that right. <laughs> no. Elmo refrained from putting his backside anywhere. He kept it in. <laughs> what I realized about the hokey pokey is it, it it's sort of entrapment because you it starts you out slow, arms, legs, elbow, head, whatever. We all feel comfortable doing this. And then all of a sudden it's the hip. Put your yeah. Right hip in, your right hip out, and then your backside. Well, now we're in twerking territory. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for I didn't remember that it did that. And then I felt a little bit like taken advantage of. Did you do it? Yes, I did it. He told me to do I do what I'm told. I'm going to complete the dance. <laughs> Unexpected. Yeah, hokey pokey. It says sneak up on you depending on the version. So be prepared to shake anything. I'm glad mine was PG because... I, I could barely, I can barely move as it is. Beyond the hokey pokey, another suggestion for a cozy activity for us to try was diamond drawing from Kate or diamond painting. Diamond painting is not painting a diamond. It is painting with diamonds, but not real diamonds with basically little jewels, like plastic jewels. I was a little mystified by the whole thing, to be honest, and I still kind of am. You get this adhesive. We did journal diamond painting so we got a journal did you get that too julian or did you get an actual painting i got an actual painting okay well i'm sorry i'm sorry to speak for both of us i got a journal because that's what kate did <laughs> <laughs> and i follow the leader I, I i put my back end in and i shake it all about when i'm told to and i get the journal when kate tells me to <laughs> so i got a journal from amazon and it's like of a cat with like it's in a garden with some birds on it and next to it yeah, so basically what you it's like an adhesive and it has paint by numbers spots where the the gems go with numbers on them to correspond to the packets and the, of all these different colors you get with it along with a pen tool, some wax and a little tray for your for your diamonds. It was so zen and I didn't realize how calming it really it, it really was. You just kind of sit there picking up these little jewels with your pen tool and then plopping them onto the surface, which is adhesive or whatever, it's sticky, and then it just stays there. Like magic. And that's it until you're done. So it really is just color by numbers with a physical thing, with these like, you know, plastic uh, diamonds. What was your experience with diamond painting? How did you feel about it? Well, we definitely think alike because I also got a cat-themed diamond painting and it was a rainbow-colored cat face, like a big cat face and rainbow and it was really beautiful and I was into it I looked up all different options I was considering a desert landscape but try to switch things up and go to my other favorite image cats <laughs> so I was really excited all the different options they have something for everyone and at first I was a little nervous because it has things that are red flags for me or that I find particularly <laughs> troublesome tiny pieces intense comp concentration because even though it is easy once you get the hang of it you really have to make sure you're plopping down the diamonds right organization because you can't be mixing up your little diamonds you have to keep them in packets you don't want to lose them and then being very methodical and making sure that you don't uh you know transport your diamond painting in a brown bag and then have the brown bag stick to it and then oh no your 
no, I got, I, I got another one, but that's just an example of the one of the little hiccups that I had um, because I didn't realize how sticky it was. Yeah, and it's very, 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 very sticky. Yeah, you always keep the plastic covering that comes with it on until you're done. Oh, that see that's that's where I messed up because I thought to myself, I'm like, how am I going to keep this um, safe? And I and I did for you know a good amount of time and I was doing it, but then I had to go cats it and do other things, and so I took it with me. And I, why did I transport it in that brown bag? But now I'm going off on a tangent. So don't do that. It's do the cover, do it like Matt did. Um, but I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I had the best time because it's, it's not as boring as coloring. You're taking the little, what is, what'd you even call that? Man, what's that tool? That, it's like a pen tool. Like basically it picks up the little diamond plastic oh yeah. diamond thing. Cause they're really quite small. And, so fun. and really impossible to do with your hands. You have to have that tool. Yeah. And so to get that ready, you first poke that tool through. Did they give you a little like square like of clay? wax? Yeah, in your it was kit? like a orange square. Yeah. And then so you just poke that and that kind of makes it sticky. Mm-hmm. And so you pick it up like with the facet side up. And then you place it down wherever the number corresponds to the diamond that you're painting in that moment. And if you get really into it, you can just start to really like do it at a clip and then just do a whole row, like bam, 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 bam. And that was really satisfying when I could get like a whole row at once, just like kind of almost like a a mechanical motion. But more often than not, I was taking it really slowly. I did discover in the process of doing it that like, it's better to listen to something while you're doing it because I would have TV on. And then it was like, you definitely are fully looking at your, what you're doing. You cannot like watch something while you're doing it. You can, but you can certainly listen to something while you're doing it. Oh yeah, I was listening. Well, I don't know if I say this, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trail, because <laughs> oh, that's something you don't have to watch. <laughs> how cozy! You, you can't. You don't need to watch that. You need to listen. You just need to listen to trials. You have to watch. So I was doing doing that, but you can listen obviously to anything, podcasts, you know, songs, music, whatever. I don't know. But I had a, I, I love this from Kate. I never did diamond painting before. Actually, one of the writers on my team. She's so into diamond uh, painting. So I think it's gaining popularity and I, I can see why I really, I really love, especially how it looks when you really start to get a bunch done. It's glittering. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm going to get another one. Thank you, Kate, for the recommendation. It's something that I had never heard of. And now I feel like I'll see it everywhere. Oh yeah. So if you weren't familiar with diamond painting, check it out. It's really affordable as a hobby too. Like I was, shocked at how cheap the kit kits were so it's a really fun craft if you are looking for something to zen out and do and maybe you color typically and you want to try something a little bit different highly recommend diamond painting via kate's recommendation yep second to all that so one of our listeners stephanie c you might remember stephanie c from our episode i believe it dropped in late september when we had a few of our patron subscribers come on and chat with us and Stephanie was one of them. Stephanie's from Baltimore. Sorry, lives in Baltimore. And Stephanie was kind enough to share with us her Aunt Margaret's Kugel recipe. And if you're saying Kugel, I've heard about this Kugel before. Well, you did. When we made some Kugel, I forgot why we did it. <laughs> oh, casseroles. Oh, it was for the casserole episode. That's right. Cozy casseroles. So yeah, we talked about Kugel and our cozy casseroles. So we're bringing back a favorite, Kugel. And Stephanie... Tried actually shared a video too. She 
had tutorials that made it extra helpful to replicate. The recipe includes a half a pound of egg noodles. It's very important that you cool them, but don't rinse them. Three-fourths cup of sugar, one teaspoon cinnamon, one stick margarine, three ounces of ricotta cheese, one cup sour cream, one cup cottage cheese, juice of half a lemon or a teaspoon of lemon juice, and four eggs beaten. Then you preheat the oven to 350 degrees, grease a baking dish, mix all the ingredients, and pour it into the dish over your noodles, of course. Spread them out. Sprinkle with extra cinnamon sugar and bake at 350 for an hour. And I did it. I typically prefer savory items, and the kugel that I reviewed for a cozy casserole episode was savory. So it was nice to have a sweet version of that. And kugels, I believe, are more typically reserved for the dessert dish. And this definitely had that feel. Although the butter did give it somewhat of a savory and rich um, taste that I particularly enjoyed, especially the the lemon too, added a a hint of a kick of something that leveled out the the sugariness a bit. And it was very comforting and, and, and cozy. And I think my favorite part of it was the fact that I got to try a listener's family recipe. Like, how cool is that? We're taking a tradition and doing it on on air from one of our our favorite uh, folks who support the show, and that was just really cool to do. I love it. I think it's something that you don't eat in bulk. It's a ho- <laughs> reserve, for, reserve for the holiday. And well, I would... you say that, but I I can put a, a kugel or any casserole away. Like it's nobody's business. So well, I can drop. I have I have a lot of it, so I can drop them <laughs> off. But it, yeah, it, w- it was really good. And thank you so much, Stephanie, for for sharing it. Very warm and tasty, and. Not typically, you know, summer or spring spring dish, but hey, why the he- why the heck not? We need some comfort food. Yeah, we'll casseroles are necessary all year round. I agree. Very tasty. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for sharing that very special recipe. Another listener, BJ, suggested that we listen to an audiobook from our favorite voice actor. Their suggestion was to read any Agatha Christie novel read by Hugh Fraser, and they also mentioned that they felt cozy listening to Barbara Rosenblatt's reading of any of um, Elizabeth Peters, Amelia Peabody, Victorian mystery books. The first thing that came to mind for me when I heard audiobook was, surprisingly enough, Star Wars audiobooks. Hmm. And so I took this suggestion as a way to revisit truly my favorite genre of audiobook, which I love mysteries, but I love reading them physically on paper, and I'll tell you why. I always want to flip back to important sections where there could have been clues. So when like we revisit a character and they're like the second time we saw them and there's something suspicious about it, I always want to go back and read their introduction for any information I missed. And you can't do that easily when you're listening. So that's why I like to read mysteries like on paper, but I love listening to sci-fi and especially these star Wars novels because they add the music. They, the voice actors do the voices. They have sound effects, lightsabers, blasters, it's a full production and it's so much fun to listen to. It's like, it's like an ear movie. That's a good description. <laughs> I had forgotten that I loved doing that. And I'm really grateful for the suggestion because I've been listening to master and apprentice read by Jonathan Davis, um, who does all the voices. He does Obi-Wan does Qui-Gon Jinn and he does it perfectly. And 
also has this like really an, uh, amazingly clear voice for the narration. I had forgotten how much I loved an audiobook on my commute, and um, I really loved the suggestion to remind me to do that. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. I, in terms of you can, like I said, an ear movie, an experience that's not typically slated for audiobooks. So you you think about those more traditional examples. As Matt and I were discussing earlier. I guess off, off, not off mic, but to ourselves, we had um, B.J. Harrison, who was because a voice actor for audiobooks, and he came on. So if you're really interested in audiobooks and narration and all that hard work that goes into that, you should check out that episode. It's a really fun one. And check out B.J.'s site. He has a ton of great and free um, short stories that he narrated. Another suggestion from a listener uh, is already a sensation and was a point of discussion in our cozy listener Facebook group or all things cozy Facebook group. And that's the Japanese reality show old enough, which is currently on Netflix. And it originally premiered in 2009, but mm. was put on Netflix, I guess recently or rediscovered. I don't know how that happened, but it's the show that gives like an adult task to a small child. Like the child might, like a three-year-old is asked to drop off dry cleaning and bring back fresh clothes, or a really small child is asked to go to the market to pick up ingredients for dinner, but they're very little kids. And the whole time a camera crew is following them, not interfering with them at all um, as they make their decisions and process things. And there's kind of like, in a, as with a lot of Japanese reality TV, a voiceover that is humorous, but also sort of biting. Sassy. I wrote Very that sassy. down. Yeah. I, I love this show. It's been really fun to watch. What I especially like about it is, first of all, the community is so apparent and the way that everyone takes the time to help these little kids. I mean, they're adorable. Why wouldn't you do that? But it's apparent like how patient everybody is mm -hmm. and um, understanding. It's a really cute show. And I think actually quite impressive how these little kids can do these pretty complex tasks for their age. I agree. And I thought that I was going to be super anxious going into this because, you know, I can be a ball, ball of nerves and you might see someone down the street walking a dog and like, and they turn a corner and cars are coming. It's like, do they see that car? Is the dog going to make it to the other side? And so I'm always so anxious about that kind of stuff, but obviously there's the cameras. And I assume if any of the kid kids were in real danger, they would intervene. Uh, so that made me feel a little better. And I loved also learning about the culture and customs and different community aspects. I thought that was really super cozy. I think in one episode, one of the little girls is tasked with bringing one of her mom's friends, this maternity band that yeah. they would, yeah, I think is supposed to ensure, put out good vibes when you go through labor. And so that was that was interesting and also just seeing the different children's personalities come come to life. You know, one of them, I think the opener, the kid was very cute and and funny and sweet but easily distracted and then yeah. you cut to another little girl who was was crying and telling her mom, "I can't go without you. I don't want to go without you." And um that made me tear up tear up a little bit, but just they're all so different, but you can see their their little personalities and what they could potentially be like as adults. And I was laughing all the way through. I thought it was so, so adorable. Just so adorable. And it's very digestible. 20 minutes, 
I believe is each episode or maybe even less. And I, I wanted more. I wanted to keep on going and going. So definitely check it out. I don't think you'll, you'll regret it. Cute kids, funny narration, even though, like Matt said, a little biting, I think in one episode, I think the first one, the little kid goes to a grocery store and he's distracted or forgetting something. And he's, he's looking at a little gumball machine or a little toy machine. And I think the narrator says, uh, his brain's like that toy machine, not a lot rat rattling around or something like that. Um, and so definitely very sassy, but funny too. If you haven't watched it on Netflix yet, check it out. Very cute. Yeah. Actually, all of the rest of our suggestions today are from Amy. She did quadruple duty with her Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Another suggestion from Amy was to try the spiced chai latte powdered mix with from Trader Joe's, but also add a real bag of black tea for more authentic flavor. So I did just that. And she was not kidding. It's delicious. It does taste like something you'd get at a cafe. It, it really felt complete. I wasn't missing anything. There's kind of that like little bit of hot chocolatiness to it, but that kick and spiciness is definitely there as well. It's more full bodied and less watery because of starting with a tea base, which I, I think that tip is such a great one. And I, I thought it was delicious. What do you think, Jillian? Yeah, well, before I get into my review, I also want to mention that Amy was another patron scriber who came on our show and chatted with us as well. So we love Amy and her, and her daughters. So good to get to know Amy throughout the years. So to try her suggestions was even more special. And I was a little lazy and I got the Cardin of, pronounce this, Taos? Tazo? Tazo. Tazo. I did every wrong pronunciation first. Tazo, chai tea latte concentrate. <laughs> it comes in a carton because I just couldn't go to Trader Joe's and get the mix. It's not more so that I can't mix things two together. I, that's not too hard for me. It's the fact that the Trader Joe's parking lot in Los Angeles is really intense. So hats off to Matt for braving that. Personally, I will not. <laughs> so I got the the can. And same deal. You have your concentrate. You put in whatever milk substitute that you want or you want real milk, that's great too. And it's very enjoyable. It's like you're going to a real cafe and, and getting a drink. And it's like you're treating yourself, which is the really cozy part. And in my concentrate, it says it's a robust black tea with evocative notes of cardamom, cinnamon, ginger, vanilla, and star anise. The verdict? Another hit. So... <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Amy, for that cozy suggestion. It's a great substitute if you're not feeling coffee that day. I actually had it right before recording, and I am buzzing. Yeah. It, I, think, I think the extra tea in it really helps. So like the sugar plus that actual caffeine is, it gives you a jolt. Yeah, switch great. it up. Amy also suggested buying an under $5 bouquet. Personally, she buys the $3.99 bouquet from Trader Joe's and splits it up into small jars around her house and in the bedrooms. This is a really sweet and simple idea that is really easy to do. Most of the time when we go to the store or, or ordering flowers, or at least I do think this way, I get one big jar and one big bouquet and I leave it in one room. But I think the cozy aspect of this suggestion was splitting it up because each room deserves a little love and 
Every time you enter a room, you'll be pleasantly surprised by a bright, beautiful bouquet. And if you collect mason jars or a hoarder like myself where you're collecting all these different tubs and things and plastic, whatever, this is a great opportunity to use them. So really cozy suggestion. Simple, but did the trick warm the heart? What do you think, Matt? I am lucky because my husband does this naturally. Also with usually things we'll pick up from Trader Joe's, especially the eucalyptus. We'll split them up around like three different vases, vases around the house, um, and a little one that's also in the hallway. So it keeps things uh, smelling nice, at least for a little while. And even when eucalyptus dries out, it's like nice to have around. So um, this is a great tip and something that I can say from experience is really great for creating a cozy atmosphere at home. Yeah. And I'll also say, if you're someone who has to do a lot of meetings on Zoom, I had to do this past few weeks. It's nice to have a, so flowers in, in your background. They'll, I, yeah. always, I always feel like I'm like life is on track. I'm an adult. I'm doing things right. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Let the people in your meeting at least believe for that moment that you are an adult who takes care of their space <laughs> <laughs> and themselves and has that time and energy to be a little Martha Stewart around the house. Yeah, tricking them all. Another suggestion was um, to watch outdated, cozy 90s sitcoms like Wings. And when Amy said like Wings, I know that was just an example. But I decided to take it literally because Wings was a show that was on when I was little. And I remember being, I was way too young because it was one of those shows that comes on like at like Nick at Night or whatever. It was like reruns were always around. And it would just annoy me because it was like I wanted the cartoons back. Mm. And it was always like a bad sign for me because it was like I didn't understand it. Nothing anyone said made sense. And when I heard that theme song for Wings, I was out of there. So as an adult, all I know about the show was that it was about pilots or like they like they worked at an airline or something with with planes. And it was some kind of sitcom around that. And so I took the time to watch the first two episodes from season one of Wings to revisit it and figure out what it's all about. Man, was that show sexist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it also has that synthetic sounding kind of like 80s, 90s TV show theme, which I can't get enough of. That, That sounds like that's such a nostalgic sound to me, which is like, I think why that Poirot series, Agatha Christie's Poirot, which also has a similar kind of like you know, 80s jazz theme. Mm-hmm. It kind of took me back and I really instantly connected with it. So the just the sound of it, the look and the mise-en-scene were so comforting to watch. As um, Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes likes to say, comatose joy like rerun TV. And it, it was that comatose joy, except when I was snapped out of that coma by some remarks that were like, wow, they really <laughs> said that on network television back then. Yeah, no, I I can. Well, first off, I think that's a perfect quote to describe the 90s sitcoms. Also, I watched Wings because I had never heard of Wings. So I watched the premiere episode, the first episode. And I agree that it's something that can really soothe you and turn off, turn off your brain. I also love the clothing that they Mm -hmm. were wearing on the show. I thought that was really fun. And also the the premise, uh, I, I thought found it was interesting, but Agreed. There are some jokes that pull you out, but um, maybe I'll maybe I'll watch another one. It's 
maybe do it while I'm diamond painting. It's one of those things you can have yeah, in well, the Yeah, well, the second episode is about how um, Helen, I think, the the woman who works at the, like, cafe mm-hmm. in, in the airport area, which is such a confusing and interesting space. <laughs> also, <laughs> just to kind of take that in. She is a musician, a cellist. That's her dream is to play in an orchestra. Her dilemma is... Does she wear a sexy dress to her, her audition? But then if she gets it, she'll never know if it was because of her talent or because she's sexy. That's mm-hmm. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, I liked how also the show was kept in one place. Just that little lobby area where the planes take off. Yeah, that lobby area is really fascinating to look mm-hmm. at. So the final activity is a real cozy hoot. It's a, it's a perfect way to end all these suggestions because I think everyone can relate to this and find it cozy. Amy suggested color and coloring books while listening to cozy public radio. And admittedly, I guess I'm not the biggest coloring fan. I, but this suggestion really was cozy to me because doing the coloring while listening to something else that was cozy. So I could mindlessly color, but also be interested and stimulated with what I was listening to. So it was a great combination. I think it was just coloring. I wouldn't be into it as much. But what I will say about coloring these days that I find more enjoyable than when I was a kid, there's just so many more options, especially for adults, which is really neat. Yeah, what did you color? Well, (laughs) I was saying, oh, there's so many options. Cats. So <laughs> sometimes you just have to go with the classics. You gotta go. The heart wants that. what it wants. It, yeah, it's true. What did you color? Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> That's a curveball I didn't see coming. What did you use to color? Just your standard crayons. So I oh, okay, I, crayons. I, I like colored pencils. Personally. Yeah, yeah. I think colored pencils are have that lighter touch, and they, they feel better in your hand. But for me. I just went with the straight up crayons to be as traditional. I imagine like, you know how like when you were a kid and held a crayon, it was like full fist. <laughs> like, <laughs> My dog loved to eat crayons um, back in the day. We always find little poop crayons and Barbie shoes oh, no. <laughs> with some a Barbie finishing with little hands, Barbie hands. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So... <laughs> Good, a good suggestion, Amy, and I think everyone really gave us great ideas, and I'm going to be continuing a lot of them and adopt it into my daily routine. Maybe instead of coffee, I'll have a chai tea latte. And Yeah, well, and- n- now I'm a quarter of the way through an audiobook, so I'm definitely going to finish that. I really enjoyed the chai latte, and learning about diamond painting in particular was a brand new experience and I think a really cool craft to try. Yeah, and I, you know... I think we must do the hokey pokey more. I wasn't sure, but now after we finished, it was a good way to break up the workday, especially since I sit on the couch and I desk. Get up, do that hokey pokey, hokum yeah. poke all over the place. Get the blood pumping. Yeah. Well, speaking of music, let's dive in to our soothing sounds this week. Jillian, what sound is soothing you? Well, this is something that's completely different from what I usually put on here. No dream pop, no uh, once in a a blue moon country song. 
This is called Personal Message by Melody's Echo Chamber and is released on March 9th. And to be honest, I have no idea what she's talking about. I don't know what's going on. But (laughs) it's a nice song to zone out to and diamond paint. All right. Well, let's listen to some background music by Melody's Echo Chamber, Personal Message. Well, now I understand why you don't understand it. It's in French. Yeah, I think that's a big reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's French, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, all of our songs are in French, at least to my knowledge. It's beautiful. It, it gave me ASMR. The guitar, in like so in the in the headphones with that guitar and her her vocals, incredible ASMR. It felt great. I couldn't stop listening to it because it made my brain feel so good. Yeah. Just the, the tones. I think it's also geared toward people who use psychedelics. Mm-hmm. A lot of her music videos, or music, or videos, I guess I don't know if they're music videos. In uh, some of them, you can it's one of those things where you move around your mouse. I don't know if that's what that's called. Is it called three D, where you can look into the the world? Or like yeah, like a visualization. Yeah, it's like you can. Or, or I mean, like a virtual reality. Yes, like a virtual thing. reality, like, like you as the users when you're listening, okay. you can ex- explore this background. Um, this world that she's presenting and yeah it's it's really upbeat too which i like it also sounds as if it could be in a video game kind of like the music that you shared before yeah has that feel to it i really loved it I, th- I thought it was super comforting and and cool sounding i love the drums too that's my favorite part yeah oh you... thank you julian yes you're very welcome where did you listen to this week so this week i'm listening to a new song by phoebe bridgers called sidelines And it's her first new music since her last album, Punisher. And the song appears in the Hulu show, Conversations with Friends. So let's take a listen to Sidelines by Phoebe Bridgers. love the gentle piano sounds there's not a like electric piano what do you think that would be keyboard i'm not sure it's a very simple beat to it mm-hmm. and yeah it's like a very sparse the song i love yeah i love that about it it's uh, it sounds morose until you get to the chorus where because she's setting up you know all these things like this idea of somebody who can't really feel anything always lives in the sidelines doesn't fear or feel sad about anything because they don't really they're not involved in life but then they meet this person and fall in love and have something to lose and want to go outside want to experience life i think that's the cozy thing it's like this idea of like connecting so fully with somebody that they bring you to life yeah i agree it has a beautiful message and just really really lovely it i like how like you said it's uh, the, the beautiful message can shine through because it's so sparse every elsewhere. So, and I haven't seen the show, but I, I would just to see what song, what scene they're playing this against. Yeah. Good pick. That brings us to our candle review. 
Julian is burning some wax and sniffing the air to see if this candle has a wick up and is worthy of your time and money, or if it's no wick and you should never want to sniff on this yourself ever. Julian, what are you sniffing today? Well, I'm excited to flex my nostrils again, get back to sniffing because <laughs> it's been a while since our break. And I want to thank Lisa M. so much for gifting us with this lovely candle. It's a surprise, wonderful surprise. I'll have to lend it to Matt as well so he can get a sniff. Lisa chose for us the Wisconsin Supper Club Collections Fresh Dinner Roll Scent. And it was hand-poured mm. in Richland Center, Wisconsin. And the company was created by husband and wife duo Seth and Angie. And they launched their Simply Wisconsin collection in 2019 with candles created based on those locations in Wisconsin through their love and fascination of their home state. They said, we enjoy making the sense to represent the specific place which brings back memories of past times. And even though this is not a part of that collection, I can understand how it reflects the memories of past times because fresh dinner rolls, eating with people you love, Thanksgiving, all of that good stuff. And I want to say this does the job. I know we've tested food candles before, and to, let's be honest, a lot of them disappointed. But this one does not. It's really soft, gentle, and I know fluffy isn't descent, but if it could be, it would be this candle. I'm, you know, I'm burning it at night, and it's a perfect candle to burn on a Sunday. That's when, you know, maybe you're cooking or just lazing around and want that home-cooked scent. So I give it a wick up. Thank you, Lisa. It was, it's a wonderful choice. I love the theme of this. I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time in Wisconsin as a kid, and I'm looking at the Wisconsin Supper Club collection, and they really do capture a dinner in Wisconsin or like a specific era. I think even if you're not from Wisconsin of like an old fashioned, like it's a big deal. We have a reservation out in the town. <laughs> like this is the once a month we go out to eat and we get a little dressed up and go. So the dinner rolls, I love the kitty cocktail idea. There's a brandy old fashioned. And then I, there's also one just called dinner reservation. That's leather and Oak. So mm. that's a really cool theme for a collection. And I definitely want to smell fresh dinner rolls. It sounds delicious. Yeah. So I will be dropping off some Google and this candle to Matt. You have your orders, Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our episode for today, but before we say goodbye, we do want to shout out, first of all, Lisa again for, providing us our candle for this week. And also a thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers for sharing their cozy suggestions with us. It means a lot that you shared your personal picks. And I also want to shout out Mark. Ours was a shout out. Just some, yeah, just something I want to share. Not even a shout out. I met Mark in person at the Los Angeles book fair. And I really screwed up because I thought, Matt, you were on your little road trip that week and not the week before. So I went by my little lonesome and I was walking yeah, around. I'm sorry. I missed it. That it was a busy weekend. Cause that weekend was also a release of a magic, the gathering set. So I was at the game store playing. Yeah. So you were doing your cozy stuff and I was having a cozy time. And actually it was nice to wander around by myself. Cause I'm like, wow, I really don't do any stuff things by myself anymore. And it was a treat that Mark said that he was going to Los Angeles Book Fair and, you know, said, hey, I would, you know, I said, I would love to meet up with you. And 
I'm um, really Julian, why are you telling us from a long story? Gets cut to the chase of meeting Mark. So I went to this talk and Mark was wearing the most adorable book lover shirt. I forgot exactly what it <laughs> said. And he was waiting outside for me. And it was just the most wonderful thing to meet Mark. Um, Mark, if you're listening, I, I, I met a new friend and I'm just so excited to potentially go to the book fair next year. So Mark's been going for years and years and we can maybe make a little trio quartet, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm going to put it on my calendar because I always go. I, I, I haven't missed one in like three years, but this one just didn't, it, it it all came too fast. There was too much going on that weekend. So I'm sorry I missed you and Mark, um, but I'm glad you two got to connect and it sounds like you had a great time. Yeah. I got horrifically sunburned, but Honestly, I came home smiling because I got to meet Mark. It's it's all worth it for the love of books. Yes. Sunburn for a book. We'll be back in your ears in just two more weeks with a brand new cozy episode. Until next time, stay, stay cozy. cozy. <laughs>